Outdoor. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Tens of thousands of cellular customers, many of them using the largest carriers around, are dealing with outages this morning, and they have been for hours. The trouble first surfaced around 3.30 this morning Eastern Time. The outages spread across the country, extend north into Canada as well. The cause? At this point, that's a mystery. With the presidential election less than nine months away and the border crisis top of mind for so many voters. The White House is exploring options President Biden could deploy without congressional approval to enact a crackdown at the southern border. Three people familiar with the deliberations say the administration is considering using provisions of federal immigration law that former President Trump repeatedly used. To give us the most secure border, perhaps ever, that's correspondent Ben Thomas. President Biden has canceled another $1.2 billion in student loan debt. Claiming that he has nothing to hide, presidential brother James Biden has gone before the House Oversight Committee insisting that Joe Biden had no involvement in the family's business dealings. A private interview, part of the House Republicans' impeachment inquiry. In Spartanburg, our correspondent Joey Hudson has been talking with some early voters in the South Carolina Republican primary. And he says that Nikki Haley's home state is brimming with Trump supporters. In fact, I've had a number of people tell me that they showed up today uh, in early voting to be sure that President Trump wins. uh, And they're not too fond of our former governor. Haley insisting that she is going to stay in the race regardless of the outcome of Saturday's primary in her home state. The polls give former President Trump a large lead over Haley in South Carolina. The Wall Street rally rolls on. The Dow is up 350 points. The Nasdaq, 363 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. The new FedNow system is paving the way for the digital dollar. It grants the government unprecedented access to your financial transactions. This isn't just an invasion of privacy. It's a direct assault on your liberty and hard-earned money. It's another reason why I recommend physical gold IRAs from the Birch Gold Group. I'm Lance Wallnow. I'm a news analyst and a podcaster with nearly 25 million downloads to people just like you who cherish their financial independence. A precious metals IRA can help you avoid the scrutiny of Big Brother while also preserving your retirement savings through almost anything, including economic crashes, political instability, and even hyperinflation. To find out more, get your free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and see how a gold IRA can help you. Text FAITH to 989898. And remember, there's no strings attached. Text FAITH to the number 989898 right now. And I pray you're blessed with continued prosperity. This Game Security Flash, powered by Palm Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active, be healthy, they'd rather wait. Well, it should come as no surprise when it comes to the Las Vegas housing market. Transplants from the Golden State... They have been outbidding locals for years, and it's only gotten worse since the Federal Reserve Board started raising the interest rates. Now, the U.S. Census Bureau reports the median household income in Southern California is more than $100,000. Here in Southern Nevada, $66,000. So when Californians make the move to the Silver State, they have more buying power than the locals. Transplants from the Golden State make up about one-third of the new residents that make the move to Nevada with L.A., being the top city from which people are currently moving to Las Vegas. 
While commissioners may continue to talk about their role in the Grand Prix, Clark County officials confirmed that Formula One's Las Vegas Grand Prix, it will take place as scheduled over the next three years. Now, that pronouncement comes after Clark County Commissioner Tick Siegerblum mentioned recently that the county did not have a signed agreement with Formula One and had never committed to allowing the race for the next three years. This year's Grand Prix scheduled for November 21st through the 23rd. Current plans also call once again for erecting that temporary bridge on Flamingo over Koval, which created major issues with nearby businesses who claimed they lost millions in revenue due to that infrastructure work. His lips don't move, but his show is Terry Fader leaving New York, New York after a three-year run there. The singing ventriloquist has not said where he is headed next, but Johnny Katz, the Las Vegas Review-Journal's entertainment guru, says look for Fader to begin a new residency in May at the Strat Showroom. This move ends Fader's 15-year relationship with MGM Resorts. Take AM670 View wherever you go. Check out our website, 670KMZQ.com. Click on that listen live button yo sorry man i took an upper to stay awake my heart started pounding so i took a downer to take the edge off honestly i feel worse now what one of my friends overdosed after mixing drugs like that i don't want that to happen to you yeah i definitely won't be doing that again well let's stay online for a bit so i know you're okay yeah man but let's go there is no safe way to mix drugs. Learn more at cdc.gov slash stop overdose. KMCQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, you can get an oil change for only $39.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Well, it's not a bad start to the drive-in this Thursday morning. Still uh, moving along accident-free on the highways, although on the southwest beltway, 215 westbound before Rainbow. Watch for Nevada State Police. They've got somebody off of the side. Westbound 215 approaching Rainbow in the southwest valley. Still working an injury accident in Summerlin. That's on Lake Mead Boulevard just east of Rampart. Nice-looking day uh, weather-wise. Clear, sunny skies. Temperatures in the mid-60s this afternoon. 45 right now. I'm Mark Thomas with your on-time traffic and weather on AM670 KMZQ. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to Anyway, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in foot him uh, foot, Check it out. and 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 Joan, Shengang, Shenga. Can I just say that of all the idiots in all the idiot villages in all the idiot worlds, you stand alone. and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Hour number two, live and local for a uh, for a Thursday, and uh, it's it's we're already to February twenty second. Unbelievable! This uh, this month is just flying by. Um, 
I want to uh, welcome in somebody that's been on the program for uh, a number of years. It has been so much fun watching her and her organization uh, develop and uh, uh, prosper. Uh, she is Erin Phillips. She is the uh, co-founder and president of Power to Parent. They do such a great job, and uh, they're, they're absolutely amazing. Erin, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for coming on board this morning. Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's get to the news of the day. Everybody's watching to see what's going to happen with uh, the Clark County School District and Jesus Jara, the superintendent of schools, who has already turned in his resignation. It was supposed to be effective on uh, February 21st. Uh, that obviously yeah. has come and gone. Uh, can you give us where we are on, on, on this whole mess? Yeah, so, you know, this... I, I guess we can call this mess. Um, I mean, how many years are in are we here? Three and a half years or so, right? Um, because unfortunately, what we've seen is that really, no matter who is the superintendent, um, he has he has come under fire for something or other. We get um, a lot of people who want to put the blame and squarely on the superintendent for all of the problems. Um, in the state or in the county, excuse me, for education. And so um, I've been here long enough. I've been around long enough to know that, um, you know, we we get one superintendent, we run them out of town, we get another superintendent, we run them out of town. So this isn't new, even though it feels new right now. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, Dr. Jara is someone who's now in the hot seat. So, yeah, he he recommended um, some terms uh, that he he was asking for essentially a buyout, um, which would have been a uh, about a year of pay initially, um, and the the trustees rejected that. There was a lot of uh, outcry from the community, and um, really, when I say the community, you know, there's a handful of parents who are frustrated with um, Dr. Jar who are blaming him for a lot of the problems, but the majority of, of the outcry has come really from the teachers' union, and so we can get into that more because, you know, they, they've continued to just go after him and go after him, and so um, all that to say, they are renegotiating his terms uh, this week. I believe, is it, I mean, what, is, what even day is it, Wednesday? <laughs> I think it's, it's Thursday. Tomorrow. It's Thursday in most Thursday. states. Oh, That's my a- goodness. Okay, it's too early for me. Um, but at the meeting, they're going to be uh, renegotiating new terms, which essentially would be about half of what he originally had asked for. Um, and it comes out to about $250,000 of severance pay. And I think that probably that they will vote uh, they will vote to give him that so that they can go ahead and move forward and find a replacement for him so that we can move on to the next phase um, for the Clark County School District. You know, you know, uh, we were just talking and, and it something uh, uh, went off in my brain. Uh, and that is when you say we, we hire a superintendent, we chase him off. We hire another one, we chase him off. Uh, what what we did not talk about was we change members of the uh, board of trustees and then we get mm-hmm. a new bunch of uh, board of trustees and we get more and we mm-hmm. get more. The one constant through all of this failure has been the Clark County Education Association, the teachers yeah. union. Uh, how do we change that? And are we close to being able to change that? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a huge question. I, I think, um, you know, I think we need to change that. Unfortunately, when we look at the teachers union, um, we see that they are putting and have been putting um, many dollars into races, not just uh, school board races, but assembly, Senate, um, you know, statewide races as well so that they can influence, 
those folks who are voting to give them more money. And right. So that's the cycle that we're in with the teachers union. Um, I've said this before. I don't think this is a secret, but I think that these public sector unions are a huge conflict of interest because you get um, they're allowed to give so much money to candidates. And then obviously the candidates now turn around and, and will vote for the things that are the priorities for the union. So that's what we see year after year. These uh, teachers union, the teachers union comes in, asks for more money. We get more money. Um, and we go back and look at the return on our investment on that money. And, and there isn't any, frankly, our district, our kids are failing um, worse than ever before. Uh, you know, our, the proficiency rates are worse than ever before. Uh, they've moved the needle on some of the evaluations so that it appears like, you know, maybe our graduation rates are getting better. But in fact, you know, our 11th graders are not proficient in reading and math. We know a lot of uh, college freshmen that come out of the Clark County School District have to go into remediation classes in college because they can't take the basic college freshmen 101 classes because they're not ready. They leave this district not ready, not prepared. Uh, we're the worst in the country. And so when you look at that, you have to say, where where are we going to just put our foot down and say, no more? We The union is, you know, teachers don't realize they don't need the union. Um, that's something I've also talked about before. I think this is about educating teachers because they, they get the the teacher self-trust is really one of the main things that comes from CCEA. They have collective bargaining, um, and, and that's also for raises. But they get their insurance regardless of if they are in the union, if they are a member or not. Um, and so there are a lot of other associations out there, educator associations that are not um, Clark County Educator Association uh, that can help give some of those fringe benefits that I think teachers think that they need when they look at a, a union membership. Uh, but frankly, until we can educate enough teachers and remind them that, you know, we can give you a raise. We can give you $1,000 this year. All you have to do is walk into CCEA office and remove your membership, and they can stop taking money out of your paycheck, and all of a sudden now you have extra $1,000 in your pocket. Uh, I think that's what we really need to start talking about. Again, Aaron Phillips joining us, the president and co-founder of Power to Parent. And just for the record, uh, this is not speculation that we've been talking about uh, where the CCEA uh, has, uh, in fact, in fact, they've already made a public announcement uh, on X that they will be putting money into the school board races. And, and can you explain again just why, why that is such a bad, bad thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's a conflict of interest is the way that, you know, I look at it because, you know, again, we're talking about school board races, um, but they put money into assembly and Senate races. Again, those folks are the ones who will vote and decide whether or not uh, teachers uh, get more money, you know, and and we know that historically they do get more money year over year. Um, When it comes to our uh, our school board, you know, the the priorities of the teachers union, unfortunately, are not about kids. They're about teachers. They're about protecting the adults. And so what what I would love to see is I would love to see candidates who uh, really are kid centric, who want to go in there and build um, solutions and and tackle problems that are going to help our kids. And so, you know, this is the thing about the the teachers association. I mean, or I'm sorry, the CCEA is they are there to protect teachers. That's their job, right? They're they're interested in the teachers, but who's interested in helping the kids? You know, that is the job of the school board. It should be the job of the school board. Um, and so, you know, the the 
the problem is is that that doesn't seem to be the case. And so when you see the amount of money that these organizations, specifically CCEA, puts into school board races to elect candidates who, again, are there to not help our kids, what are we doing? We're just in the same crazy-making cycle, doing the same thing, expecting different results. And we've got to make a change. And, and unfortunately, you know, when you have an organization that has this kind of money to put behind races, you know, it's difficult to know how to do that. Uh, Aaron Phillips joining us from Power to Parent. And you've got a new program that I think is absolutely wonderful. Uh, it's called the Fatherhood Project. Can you talk a little bit about what it is and uh, uh, the mission of uh, the, uh, the Fatherhood Project? Yes, I'm so excited about this. I'm thank you for asking about it. We um, have, you know, I've been on your show talking about the violence in Clark County School District and, and really across the state in schools about truancy, about kids failing. And so our organization, our team was just putting our heads together and saying, you know, what is the real root cause of a lot of these problems? And the fatherlessness rates in our country and then in this state is massive. You have kids who have who come from broken homes, and we know that those kids who don't have a father in the home are disproportionately failing in school, disproportionately being um, in, involved in the in the justice system, the criminal justice system, you know, disproportionately not graduating, um, disproportionately having mental health issues, and we hear this all the time, constantly in the Clark County School District. There's, you know, conversations all the time about mental health and about violence in school. So how can we fix this problem? Well, we have to go to the root of the problem. And so we were just really excited to uh, come across a program that is research-based. It came out of Harvard Medical School. And so we were able to connect with the author of this, uh, of this research, of this program, and really, um, we brought him out. He trained our team. And so now we are in the process of training more guys. And, we're, and really, this program is, is such a universal program. It's about connecting with your kids. It can be for moms and dads. But we recognize the value of dads, and that is so important. And so, you know, we're, we're really just excited to start really training dads, volunteers who care about our kids, care about our community, care about mentoring and, and just coming alongside dads and reminding them uh, that their role in their children's lives is, is so invaluable. It's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard to even put a number on it. So, uh, so that's the program. And, and so we're going to be doing this uh, in March. We're looking for volunteers who want to be uh, trained with us and, and be able to teach this program. Um, and so if anybody's interested in doing that, any of your listeners are interested in being a part of this program, I would love for them to just email us, info at power2parent.org, uh, or message us through social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and we'll, we'll be able to get to you. And we would love to bring more people into this program. Uh, one of the other things that you folks are going to be doing uh, at Power to Parent, uh, it's not too early to be looking at how, how you're going to fill your, your child's needs uh, during the summer months when there is no school. Um, and, and you're doing a Patriot camp for kids this summer. Tell us what it's about. Oh, man, I'm so excited about Patriot Camp. So we have been wanting to do a summer camp for, for a really long time, and we, we came across this program working with some other moms with our sister chapter um, out of Utah, and they're coming down to help really um, organize this week for us, and they've done it already in their state, and so we know it's a tried-and-true program. But basically, we're going to try to help uh, teach kids bridge the gap um, in learning some things about our country that they're really not getting in school anymore, unfortunately. And so 
uh, they're going to be learning about the Constitution. They're going to be learning. They have to memorize things. They can earn prizes and badges. There's there's games. We have it's from you know it's K through 12. So we're really going to be using our high schoolers to help volunteer to really run the program. And, and so we're going to teach those guys how to do that. And so we're we have actors and actresses who are going to come in and, and play you know parts and play different roles. I mean it's Flag Day the week before um, the week before this camp. And so we're going to do a whole a whole day on Betsy Ross and uh, we have a gal coming in to play Betsy Ross to share the story of, you know, how, uh, you know, our flag came to be. And so we're, we're just, we're really excited. It's going to be a super fun week and it's going to be so valuable. The information these kids are going to take away. And it, it's really hard I don't think parents really understand how uh, much of the, our American history in this country, the rich history of this country, is being removed from curriculum, you know, in our in our public schools. And so we're excited to help replace some of that and get kids excited about our country. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is why we call it Patriot Camp, because we want our kids to be patriots. And, and I haven't seen anything officially on this, but you folks are going to have the Constitution Bowl in October. Uh, anything official that, that you can announce today? Okay, so this is like the first time ever that we would be announcing this. I'm so excited to <laughs> talk about our Constitution Bowl. So awesome. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to start recruiting from homeschool groups, church groups, school groups, private, public, whoever. Um, we are encouraging folks to put together a team, and we have a whole curriculum that we're going to be passing out, and, and it's a, basically a study guide, and it's going to help t- our teams prepare for the big day, which is the Constitution Bowl in October. Um, and we come together for a whole day. There'll be a day for middle school and a day for high school. And the teams are going to compete. And there's going to be guest judges. And, and those people are people that we are super excited to announce down the road. Um, and, and, you know, really, again, we're giving kids an opportunity to learn about the Constitution, to recognize what, you know, some of the things that, you know, they're not learning in school potentially, um, get excited about the history of this country, and, and then, you know, have a competition, which, I mean, who doesn't love a competition? Um, there'll be cash prizes, you know, so um, these kids will have something to look forward to and if they really put the hard work in and, and potentially win. And so we're so excited for that in October. I think that's really exciting stuff. Uh, one of the things I love about what you are doing uh, and and again, I'm not sure what you can do uh, with your charter. Uh, can you uh, endorse candidates? Can you give them money? Can you do can you do essentially what the uh, what the school board does, uh, except do it for on, on behalf of the parents? Uh, you are affiliating with other school boards around the country uh, to help uh, identify and train and equip good conservative school board uh, candidates. Is this something that, that you've been uh, looking at uh, over the course of the last few months? Yeah, so so we are, have actually um, become affiliated with an organization called School Boards Across America. You know, we, we do have a 501c3 and a 501c4. For the listeners, we, our C4 is our action arm. And so we have done endorsing um, of candidates in the past through our, our 501c4. And, you know, we just get to come in essentially as a third-party verifier organization saying, you know, we are here for the parents and the kids. We're here to uh, find candidates who, again, who are going to put the kids first to make sure that they remember who they work for, the, the trustees, they work for the parents. Um, and so, you know, and, and the other voters. And so, yeah, we will be um, bringing in candidates who we're, we're recruiting already and bringing in candidates who, again, will put parents and kids first. 
And then we will be potentially doing some um, endorsement uh, type things, but also really just training them uh, on how to be uh, good school board members. You know, I think we just we see these tr- trustees that come in that don't have a clue of what they're doing and, and they're not there for the right reasons. So our goal is to recruit candidates who are there for the right reasons, who are trained and ready um, on day one when they are elected, help them get over that finish line. So we are very excited about that part. And there are four, by my count, open seats. Is that Does that track with what you've yeah. got? Yes, it's a huge year. Four open seats. Um, we have an opportunity to really clean house, uh, for lack of a better word, and, and that's our goal. Uh, any endorsements you want to uh, throw around uh, at this early date? Oh, man, not yet. I mean, we are going to be working super hard to make sure that when our endorsements come out, um, we are very sure of the people that we're endorsing um and again that that we are not just endorsing but we're going to be offering training and just really helping uh to make sure these candidates are ready to go uh if folks want to know more about what you're up to at power to parent how how do they find you so i always say our our website is powertoparent.org there's tons of great information on there if you're having an issue at your child's school that you need to report to us you can do that there you can learn more about school choice about parental rights nevada um, and, you know, just really see all the things that we're doing. But our social media is, is always, always right up to date. So if you go to Instagram or Facebook, Power to Parent on both sites, uh, and you can always see what we're doing. Click our stories. There's always new information, um, really relevant information. And please go and follow us. Um, and then sign up for our emails because we have an awesome newsletter that has been coming out now for three months. It's amazing. It's chock full of great information. Um, just for your kids, for your families, and then just really what's going on um, with Power to Parent. But it, it's so valuable to parents. It indeed is. And uh, the, the job you do is so vital to our kids. Uh, it, it, it's, it's been so much fun being able to watch your organization grow and now prosper and, and moving really to that next level. Uh, thank you so much, Aaron. Always good to visit with you. We'll have you on again soon, okay? Thanks so much, Kevin. Have a good one. There you go. Aaron Phillips, the president and co-founder of Power to Parent. That's power, the number two, parent.org. Stick around. More to do as we continue. My name is Kevin Wall. Good to have you with us on AM670 KMZQ. Debunking both liberal and conservative rhetoric. Dan Bongino, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. This segment of the Long Life Era is powered by Paul Mortuaries and Cemeteries. Stay active. Be healthy. They'd rather wait. Marla Letizia is the founder of Long Life Era Community Facebook Group. We also know her as Nanny Bubby on Instagram and Facebook, and you can embrace the mindset at longlifemindset.com. Okay, the Long Life Era community is having a really exciting new event. Uh, it's coming up here uh, first uh, Saturday of March? Yes, on March 2nd at the South Point. It is hosted by the Las Vegas Review Journal, and it is the title sponsor is uh, Optum Healthcare. It is the Aging Wellness Expo, and the Long Life Era community is going to have their own Long Life Era speakers room. Is that what the IRL is? IRL stands for in real life. So anybody that comes out that's part of our group actually will be seeing us all together in real life instead of just virtually in Facebook. The doors open at 9 a.m. 
And the Long Life Era Speakers Room opens at 10 a.m. Tell us more about the experts who will be talking in the Long Life Era Speakers Room. So Nancy Bruce of the Finding Love podcast is going to be speaking at 10. I'm at 11 with a mindset to live 100 years or more. Global fashion stylist and author of the talked about book, You Can't Leave the House Naked. And she is going to be talking about dressing in a fun way in your long life era at 12 noon. And at 1, we have Dr. Jean doing isometrics with Five people from the group. And at 2 o'clock, David Sugar is going to play us out with a social and playing guitar. So if you're not busy, even if you are busy on March 2nd, come out and join us at the South Point. We start the room at 10 a.m. We're going to go until 3 and close it on down. That is a full schedule. It all happens March 2nd at the South Point. And you can embrace the mindset at longlifemindset.com. And on social media, you're invited to... Hey, Kevin Wall here. A few years ago, a friend invited me for an evening of fun at Ichabod's Lounge. Now, Ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood, and yeah, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes. Boy, am I glad I did. What I didn't know at the time was that Ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family-owned for over 20 years. It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod features incredible menu items, including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else is cutting back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the piano bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. Hi, this is Josh Levitt, and I'm running for Nevada State Senate District 18 because I believe in a brighter future for each and every one of us. Together, we will move forward innovative solutions to diversify the economy, improve our schools, cut wasteful spending, and improve our health care infrastructure. I'm not just a candidate. I'm a lifelong Nevadan with a track record of getting things done. From being a champion for small businesses to advocating for better access to health care, I'm exactly the representative you need in Carson City. I bring years of experience in business as a chief information officer an entrepreneur, and community builder with a history of working with legislators on education and workforce development policies. Join me in this journey to build a better Nevada. Your vote on June 11th will ensure